The views in this do not necessarily reflect the views of WKNC, Student Media, or NCSU. You're listening to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1. Good afternoon, Raleigh, and welcome to this week's Eye on the Triangle on WKNC-FM Raleigh. It's March 23rd. The time is 4.05. And on behalf of the team here at WKNC, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. I'm Ian Grice. And I'm Mirtha Donastorg, bringing you Eye on the Triangle for this delightfully sunny Wednesday afternoon. We have a special live segment Ask a Ranger, where we talk with Jess Phillips and Steve McMurray, park rangers at William B. Umstead State Park in Raleigh. Hi, Jess. Hey, how are you? And hi, Steve. Hey, how are we doing? Doing well. So if you guys have anything you've ever wanted to know about state parks, what it's like to be a park ranger, call in to 919-515-2400 or tweet us at WKNC underscore EOT. But... First, Jess, Steve, I just want to know, like, how long have you guys been park rangers? Uh, I think I'm coming up on nine years now. So I was up at, uh, come forward, Car Lake State Recreation Area. Um, That's where I first started uh, my time as a park ranger. And then I just as two Decembers ago, I moved to William B. Umstead State Park. And then for me, just like Jess, I've been here going on nine years this June And I'm actually over at Jordan Lake State Recreation Area. Okay. And so um, what made you guys want to be rangers in the first place? Uh, So for me, (laughs) it was uh, in college, I knew that I uh, wanted to become a park ranger or do wildlife management of some sort. Uh, And then, but after after I graduated, I joined the Marine Corps and I realized because I was a mechanic um, with a harrier squadron that I couldn't I couldn't be a desk job so it further influenced and uh, pushed me towards back out into the parks and recreation so once I um, got out after uh, five years I went and uh, started applying to parks and rec in North Carolina okay are you from North Carolina no I'm from Chicago which is the only time you'll hear that accent anymore is when I have to say Chicago otherwise I apparently sound North Carolinian which is a good thing I blend right well, yeah, wonderful, beautiful. And uh, what about you, Steve? What brought you into state parks? Yeah, for me, about the same thing. Back in college, I wanted to be a park ranger, but I actually went a different route. Ended up being a, a wilderness camp or a counselor for a wilderness therapy camp for at-risk youth for ten years, and then uh, working too many hours and wanted to go back to my dream job, and that was being a ranger. And fortunately enough, um, applied at Jordan Lake and got hired. Oh, okay. So this question comes from my younger sister. Um, do you guys live at the parks? So some of us do and some of us don't. A majority of the positions, I would say, do come with park housing, and that's for a number of reasons. Um, it's easier access to us if you um, if there's an emergency in the park. You have rangers that are on site. Um, it's easier for opening and closing gate purposes. And, if there, again, if there's an emergency in the middle of the night, because many of 
parks have camping within the state uh, campgrounds. Um, so you you would it'd be convenient and, and a need to for the individuals that are staying in that park to have access. Okay, okay. Um, what do you guys do? What's what's a day in the life of a park ranger? Oh, it can be different every single day. During the summer, we could be cleaning restrooms, cleaning campsites, to uh, leading INE programs, INE's uh, uh, interpretive and educational programs to the public. Okay. Or to school groups okay. so, and law enforcement. So the public is just uh, anybody age zero to 99 who comes correct. in? Okay, mm-hmm. yep. got it. That's correct. So yeah, it varies from day to day. Yeah. And I think that's one of the appeals for us is that we, we're not held to any one particular thing. Certain seasons uh, might have heavier um, instances of like law, law enforcement. When there's more people in the park, there's more people management um, issues. But um like you said, one minute you can be doing an INE program, and the next minute you'll um, be sweeping out cabins or bathrooms. Uh, today, I I was sweeping out cabins, and then I was on a tractor. I mean, I get to play on tractors, <laughs> and I get paid for it. And then, you know, now I'm here in a radio, you know, on a radio show. Mm-hmm. I also go out and uh, take photographs, and we upload them to a database in order to track the flora and fauna. So, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So there's kind of like um uh. Preservation kind of Our resource management, yes. Okay. So um, we um, tally whatever we see during the day, and we can upload them to a database. For me, because I may not, you know, be very adept at what the species is, I like to take pictures so I can then go back and say, oh, well, this was, you know, especially <laughs> since some of our smaller critters are um, very hard to distinguish on just on site. Okay, so... That leads me into the next question. One of our producers wants to know, what exactly, what kind of wildlife is there at Umstead or Lake Jordan? Well, Jordan Lake, we have your regular species, deer, raccoons, mm-hmm. uh, possums. But bird species is, is like a lot of people like to say it's a birding hotspot. Oh, okay. Um, there's been 300, I believe, 316 species out of 412 out of North Carolina that have been spotted at Jordan Lake. Wow. And then also we have, I believe, around 15 active bald eagle nests. Oh, okay. I didn't realize bald eagles came all the way down yes. down to North Carolina. If mm-hmm. you want to see one uh, close by in your backyard, come out to the lake. You That's can right. almost see one during the during the summer months. Okay. Yeah, there's plenty there. And we actually, I've been telling Jason, one of the other rangers, that I've just seen one of, uh, we have a bald eagle that likes to visit Reedy Creek um, Lake. It's called a lake, although it's. I, I, coming from Car Lake, it seems like a pond to me. But so there is a bald eagle back there. You're going to see have a better chance, of course, at the recreation area, the, the large lakes, Falls Lake, Jordan Lake, Car Lake. Um, but again, it's the Piedmont region, so we have the raccoons, the beavers, otters, mm-hmm. river otters, um, all the bird species that he speaks of, uh, dragonflies, butterflies. Oh. Um, so yeah, come out to the. You, the fields are a really good place, especially now since spring, it, you know, spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. Things are starting to bloom. This mm-hmm. is a great time to get out um, into the parks to start seeing what's coming alive. As the trees come alive and come into bloom, the animals that uh, need them for habitat and food also come with it. So, Okay. Are there any dangerous animals? Well, I wouldn't call it dangerous, um, but More there's hazardous. animals. Well, there's animals that, you know, will defend themselves and can mm-hmm. have negative effects, such as the copperhead. <laughs> which is a snake. Yeah. Um, and typically speaking, they're uh, light brown with kind of saddle. Um, hourglass. Hourglass saddle. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, pattern on their body. 
They're a venomous uh, snake, reptile. Snakes are reptiles. And our best um, advice to you is you're at least 100 times bigger than they are. And they tend to like to hide. The only reason that people have negative interactions with them is when they're they come, they are, both parties are startled. Mm. And you can imagine that if a giant came up to you, you either have a choice to fight or flight. And if they feel they cannot flight and, you know, slither away, that they will um, react and you might get bit. But I, would, I would probably also say on the tiny side mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't realize is the ticks. Mm-hmm. Oh, which yeah. Which you really have to be mindful of. Vigilant, yeah. Please, please put on the... Put on the bug juice or whatever. Yeah. It takes long sleeves. I, I mean, I've um, getting, gotten bitten and gotten Lyme's disease. So it's, I've it's gotten not Lyme disease too. fun. No, so. no. <laughs> but I was at an arboretum. Yeah. Not, not yeah. one of the state parks. <laughs> okay. Um, so what are your favorite things to do? Like any insider spots at Umstead or Jordan Lake? Go for it. Well, for me, I, I, I was highly into birding a few years ago. And, and as my job duties increase. I've done less, but I still like going out and looking for waterfowl during the winter and then um, looking at eagles. And there's definitely Ebenezer Recreation Area has a beautiful spot on the Mm -hmm. lake. The point you can see just about miles to the left or south of the river, miles up the river, and it's a great location spot, especially during the winter if you want to see some of those migrants that come in. That's, I'd say that's probably one of my favorite spots. Ebenezer? Ebenezer, yeah. Okay. And Jordan Lake, what about you, yeah. Jess? And I, I would say that um, because I really enjoy photography, you're a lot of times going to find me, um, especially in the power lines, because I like to uh, try to photograph insects. They seem to like to stay put for me the most. So you'll see me out. At, you'll, if you're on the bridal trail or any trail and you see a vehicle near a power line, that's you just, you know, look for somebody popping up and down in the field, and that's usually me. Um, Your head just bobbing. Yeah, just kind of bobbing up and, you know, sitting down. And um, also, we have a lot of home sites because um, Umstead's home, home sites are old. Um, like when you're driving along the side of the country and you see an old rundown barn. So ho- old home sites are old people's houses. So when we, a lot of these parks were farmland before somebody else's land and they were bought and purchased okay. for the state to be preserved in, the, in a state park form. Um, but with that comes, you know, what happens when somebody leaves your home, mm-hmm. leaves for good? And so there's a lot of home sites within Umstead State Parks. And that's my newest interest because this year is 100 years of North Carolina State Parks. Oh, wow. So I've been doing um, photo hikes that are geared towards the home sites. And I think I think it's just surprising um, to see what people leave behind. Uh, so you'll see me if you because there's maps that'll show the home sites. Mm-hmm. I'll be out there too, just kind of rooting around and looking um, for the remnants of the people who used to be there, and you know, making up my own story about who they were. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and for all you listeners, we are talking to Jess Phillips of a park ranger at Umstead State Park, and Steve McMurray. A ranger at Jordan Lake. If you have any questions, you can call into 919-515-2400 or tweet us at WKNC underscore EOT. But for you two right now, what are some cool upcoming things for people to do at the parks? Well, at Jordan Lake, our, we've got our CAST program, which means Catch Us or Thanks beginning in April every Saturday through June. And it's geared towards uh, youth ages 6 to 12. Hmm. And before that gets going, we actually have on the first Saturday in April, on the second, a family fishing fiesta. 
that uh, we're partnering partnering with uh, Wildlife Resources Commission, a lot of other agencies to provide. If, if you don't know how to fish, bring the family out. We're going to have a whole bunch of fishing activities. What kind of fishing? Fly fishing or? Uh, just regular casting. Okay. Um, we're going to be giving away a lifetime fishing license. Oh, wow. Uh, PFDs. Okay. Uh, tackle boxes. PFD is a personal flotation device? Yes. Okay. Uh, and this is catered to the Hispanic um, families that will be bilingual. But everybody is welcome to attend. We'll have some food there. It's a great event from 10 to 3. When is that? On Saturday, April 2nd. Okay. Yes. What about Umstead? Um, So I just, I guess I kind of want to back up. I had mentioned earlier that it's the centennial year. So um, in March of 1916, actually it was March 3rd, (laughs) 1915. So we're 101 um, legislation passed (laughs) for us to have our first state park, which was Mount Mitchell. Where's Mount Mitchell? Mount Mitchell is due west, I would say about three hours due west. Okay, um, in the mountains. Yes, it's Mount uh, Mitchell. Consider, it's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At elevation of six thousand six hundred forty-seven feet. Um, so, with that being said, we have an entire year of um, centennial celebrations. Each year, we have a theme: state parks. Mm-hmm. So, last year was the amazing amphibian. And we did programs that were geared towards amphibians. This mm-hmm. year, it's 100 years of North Carolina State Park, so it's 100 s'more years, because who doesn't love s'mores? And who oh, doesn't love birthdays? 100 s'mores. Yeah, years. exactly. So um, we're having centennial celebrations. The ones that are coming up will be a canoe, a ranger-led canoe trip and a fun run at Cliffs of the Noose. They have it this Saturday, March 26th. Jones Lake is having an Easter egg hunt on the 26th. And Elk Knob is having their centennial event on March 26th, which is this Saturday. Where's Elk Knob? Elk Knob is in the far northeast corner. You can see that for you guys that are. Oh, okay. Yeah, very, very east. Close to Virginia. I don't know if you guys are going on spring break or if you're going home for the holidays. For those (coughs) that are out east or out west, sorry, um, there's events going on all over the state. Um, For us, as far as... um, our centennial event, it's on April 16th, and it's a run bike uh, run, a uh, fun run on our multi-use trails. And there'll be bluegrass uh, bands playing. Mm-hmm. There'll be food trucks. There'll be um, three, at least three ranger um, booths with programs going on. Um, and those are all free. Um, the, the fun run is a paid event. It's between $15 and $40, depending on age. Okay. Um, and that's through the Umstead Coalition, our friends group. But that's our centennial event. As far as our programs for the next upcoming week, on Sunday, we're doing an Animals of Umstead and a Junior Ranger program. Okay. And that'll be at the Visitor Center. They just have to call to sign up. And then we have our Spring Paddle next Thursday. So, again, I don't know. So you get to go in the lake yeah, with a yeah, paddle before the boat. boat. Yeah, because we have. what? Exactly. Yes, yeah, canoeing. So hmm. we have a boathouse that opens up during the summer, and you can rent canoes. Um, you call that a lake? I know it's the pond. I really, really uh, adjustment from fifty thousand square acres at Car Lake to the smaller lakes (laughs) at um, William B. Umstead. But they do have a boathouse that you can rent out um, canoes. However, that doesn't start till this summer. So until then, um, a great way to still get out into the water if you're local is to attend these um, ranger-led programs. And so there's a spring paddle that's next Thursday, March thirty-first. You just have to call the main office to sign up for it, and he'll take you around and show you all the sweet spots where the great blue herons hang out and 
some of the other waterfowl and, and uh, into sightsee and awesome mm-hmm. awesome well you are listening to isla triangle on wknc fm raleigh we'll be right back with park rangers jess phillips and steve mcmurray right after this short break do you like scary movies we don't we listen to music mm-hmm. okay freak 88.1 Hey, it's Fridays on the Lawn season. WKNC's Fridays on the Lawn continue for the spring semester with two more days. Friday, April 8th, and Friday, April 15th. Join us at 5 p.m. on Harris Field outside the Witherspoon Student Center for live local music. April 8th will feature hip-hop artists, and April 15th will have a special vibe, one to cherish for the rest of your life. All Fridays on the Lawn events are free and open to the public. More information is at WKNC.org and social media at WKNC881. Feed the Pack is a community-based food pantry at NC State. The pantry's mission is to help feed the needs of all food insecure members of the NC State community with dignity and respect. Feed the Pack Pantry has varying afternoon hours Monday through Friday and is located in room 1333, Broaden Hall. More information about Feed the Pack Pantry, donations needed, and opportunities to volunteer are available by emailing feedthepackpantry at ncsu.edu. This announcement is a public service of 88.1 WKNC. University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill introduces Telling Our Stories of Home, exploring and celebrating changing African and African diaspora communities. The six-day conference and festival features national and international scholars, activists, and performers offering critical and artistic approaches to discourses on home. Telling Our Stories of Home will take place March 31st through April 2nd and April 6th through 8th on the UNC campus. All events are free and open to the public. More information is at tellingourstories.com. Web.unc.edu. This announcement is a public service of 88.1 WKNC. KNC. We are 88.1 FM. Hi, I'm Martha Donastorg, and this is Eye on the Triangle. Right now, we are talking to two park rangers, Jess Phillips from Umstead State Park and Steve McMurray from Jordan Lake. And if you have any questions, you can call in 919-515-2400. But one of our callers wants to know, what's the weirdest thing you've ever come across as a park ranger? <laughs> that we can speak about on the radio that's not on that list. Um, I can tell you, it's. I started taking pictures of the things that people will bring camping. Okay. I've seen air conditioning duct tape into um, tents. Yeah. Wow. I've yep. seen, I think the... I've seen everything, the cliche, everything in the kitchen sink. And I literally saw a trailer with everything in it. And there was a kitchen sink in there. I've seen full size <laughs> fridges. Some of my uh, coworkers have seen um, a washer and dryer that somebody brought. And How I've seen, if the- you've seen, ever seen construction horses. They're the big wooden. And it had a huge, heavy plastic uh, bullhorn on it for like practicing roping. And this was Whoa. brought camping and by the end of the day, you know, by the end of the week, it only had underoos on it. I don't, I never saw anybody practicing on it. And then of course I did see somebody brought their pet rooster. And of course pets <laughs> have to be on a leash, which is why I stopped. I, how am I going to talk to these people about having their animal on a leash? And I'm not kidding you. The, the, the rooster had a leash had a, on its leg. So they're, you know, they were specified that they couldn't have a rooster. I just don't think their neighbors were really appreciative of the, of the wake-up call at starting at 4 or so in the morning. So at least that's what I've seen so far. What about you? Oh, I've, I've got a lot. But the two that stick out in my mind is, if you remember Dukes of Hazard, uh, the General Lee car, uh, we've mm. had a boat 
that was colored just like the General Lee had the flag. <laughs> and it was, I, I'm surprised it, float, it floated and it actually ran. I mean, that's how bad it was. But wow. that was always a sight. But just the other day, I was changing trash and trash cans. And uh, I got actually, it wasn't strange. It was more startling than anything else. I went to go get the trash bag out of the trash can. And at the bottom of the trash can, a possum got stuck. Oh, no. And uh, as soon as I lifted the, the can up, he looked at me, I looked at him, and he kind of said, I think he was more afraid of me than I was of him. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they get stuck in oh, the yeah. dumpsters and our trash cans. And- I finally caught the, the culprit that kept on uh, getting all our trash cans on the ground. Oh, was it a raccoon, possum? Possum. Mm. Oh, Are yeah. they really that strong? I guess. Or determined, one or of the Or determined, two. yeah. That's yeah. a better word. Probably That's a better very word. hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another caller wants to know if there are any job opportunities as a ranger. That is a great question. We actually have seasonal opportunities right now from um, ticket booth attendants to what, what's called the general utility worker, which is our field staff that actually uh, keeps our grounds clean. Okay. And then we also have assistant park rangers. Oh, okay. Um, we have a lot of positions at Jordan Lake, probably at Falls Lake, and at Car Lake. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's interested or wants an internship, feel free to you know give one of the parks a call because we can definitely use the seasonal help. Absolutely. And then there's mm-hmm. also, um, we have a few positions at William B. Umstead that come seasonally, as well as internships um, in which you would do the uh, work down at the boathouse for the weekend, and then um, you would shadow one of the rangers for the during three days during the week and then you'd have two days off so it's a great opportunity it's a 40-hour work week um Mm. it does mimic much of what a park lane ranger life would be um because we're in the tourist you know industry you have you'd have to understand that we are there for the public the public's going to be there on the weekends so there's a lot of weekend work that we do yeah Um, yeah and that's a that can benefit us you you think about you know you have to give up your weekend but then you open up two days during the week that can be your true weekend where oh. people aren't in the most popular places that you'd want to go and visit uh-huh. so you so it so it does work out for us that are in the industry yeah. um, to appreciate those the off days the off tourism days that we can then go and really explore without having uh, as much as a, the general public around so okay we gain a new appreciation but those are available as well as if you're talking about um, park ranger positions opening up, go to ncparks.gov um, and go into the Department of Natural and Cultural Resources. When it, uh, you can pull down um, looking for uh, the job search, and you would go into the Department of uh, Culture, Natural and Cultural Resources. Resources. We used to be Diener Department of Environment. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be getting tongue tied. <laughs> Diener, D-E, um, but the now Department you of are... Ad- yeah, Environmental Natural Resources, and now we're part of. Um, the aquariums, the zoos, and the museums. Okay. So if you look under that department, that's where the ranger positions will start showing up. Mm-hmm. And I know that we do have vacancies because we've had people transfer to other parks, opening up that position at their former park. Okay. We've had people retire. So there's there's a shift going, and there usually mm-hmm. is some sort of shift going. Just keep your eye out. Um, and don't get distur- discouraged. It took me two years, and that's just part mm-hmm. of it being um, the way that um, the government hire works. Took me th- 30 days. 30 days. Well, I guess. <laughs> well, and I'll got, tell you what. I was fortunate. Yes. Well, the other part of that being is that for you, you had um, direct park experience, and that speaks volumes to 
you know, it mm-hmm. gets through all the filters and it speaks volumes to you knowing exactly what you're getting into. Yeah. I come straight out of the Marine Corps. They may not have understood the tie that could have been. I think <laughs> I can clearly see it. But um, it took a bit more convincing. Yes, exactly. Two years um, of convincing. Two years of convincing, so to speak. Um, and part of that just being the lengthy process in which to um, get the applications um, processed and through the system, too. Okay. So um, it don't ever feel like it's something that you're not doing or do or you're not providing. A lot of times it's just the slow go of how the government system uh-huh. works and just be patient and know that. If that's what you really want to do, just keep at it. Keep applying and applying mm-hmm. and applying. Um, it's a it's a great place to to work. So yep. it does sound pretty great. Um, so I have a question about the Connect NC bond since mm-hmm. that was just passed last week. Uh, how is that going to affect your parks? Do you know? For us, well, it's going to be a while before anything um, gets started. But I think a couple years. Well, whenever it does get. Um, going, uh, ours is for, I think around 3 million for campsite improvements. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. And, uh, our campsites definitely need it. We're, we've got over a thousand campsites at Jordan Lake. Okay. Largest campground in the state park system. And so a lot of our campsites are 30 plus years old and they can use, mm-hmm. definitely they can use mm-hmm. the upgrading. Okay. And for Umstead, I, I'm not ensure in particular which um, projects are going to get addressed because every year we will you know we'll put out our wish list of what we you know what the park needs addressed and a lot of times like he says there's just facilities that need updating upgrading ours um, because so much of Umstead and as well as a few other North Carolina state parks were built by the CCC the um, Civil Conservation Corps Uh, oh yes uh, back in like the Uh, 1940s 1950s yeah 1920s as well um and so they help build the infrastructure of North Carolina, of many of the North Carolina state parks. And you can still, for William B. Umstead, is a great place to see um, some of some of that, um, what they did, what they achieved, as well as their dwellings, because they had to build a place to stay. Mm-hmm. So right now we've got a, um, three camps. We have Lapahio and Crabtree, which are rented out as group camps um, for uh, community groups like Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, um, Sierra Club, you know, civic, you know, uh, community groups. Yeah. And then we're working right now on Sycamore and those are going to be opened up to individually each cabin being rented out. Okay. So that that may be a project that is addressed when the NC bond, when we receive the um, funds for our park from that um, initiative. Mm hmm. It might go into expanding that because there is plans in the future to add more of those cabins onto it. Um, OK. To, to get them online. So the more of the public can enjoy them. Um, individually rather than as um, large, you know, large civic groups. Awesome. Um, what challenges do you see facing the state parks currently and maybe for the next hundred years that they're around? Probably maintaining our buildings with the increase of visitation. Okay. It seems like each year we're getting more visitors. Uh, people are flocking to our state parks. I mean, they're wonderful. They're They're gorgeous. And last year, I think Jordan Lake was the highest visited park at 1.5 or 1.6 million visitors. Wow. Wow. And all our parks in this region are increasing. And we just need to, you know, hopefully we'll be able to keep up with the, the amount of visitation just with our buildings, with our mm-hmm. campsites, and hopefully one day with our staff as well, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree fully with what he's stated. Yeah. Uh, what do you want what do you hope like college students or just 
the public and the triangle in general know about Jordan Lake, Umstead, the state parks? Um, that they're a free resource to you. I, I think um, it they're was free? stated they're free, except for Car Lake, Jordan Lake, and Falls Lake during the summer. And there's a $6 now, $6 per $6. vehicle, unless you pay a $50 season pass, and then you get all those parks yep. in it for free, uh, for the full year. But they're free. I mean, as a uh, each taxpayer pays about three dollars per year for state North Carolina state parks. Wow. That's yeah. A so great it's a membership. it's a really good deal. <laughs> and um, I'm all I'm all about finding some free things to do. And and parks are exactly that. And I I feel that um, we have started moving away from being out you know outdoors. And if we could you know it, we're all here every you know how many forty plus North Carolina state parks. There's probably one within an hour or two of wherever you are in the state. Mm. So we're very easily to access. We're free and it's, you know, reconnecting you with the out of, you know, the outdoors mm-hmm. and um, all the benefits, health benefits, stress benefits for students, you know, yeah, come out, meditate, unwind, study, you know, I mean, it's, you know, change of scenery for your study habits, come mm-hmm. out to the park and, do some studying. I always went to different places, but you know, maybe that's why I'm a park ranger because I was always like, ah, I'm bored of the library, so I'm going to wander over here. And I did more time traveling around trying to find the sweet spot to study. And then studying, <laughs> studying. But you know, the parks are a great option for you. And wonderful. Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming in. It's been really, really awesome talking to you guys, and I think our listeners really appreciated it. I just like to thank Jess Phillips of Umstead State Park and Steve McMurray of Jordan Lake for coming in and talking to us. As always, if you heard anything you liked, you hated, or anything that made you think, let us know on Twitter at WKNC underscore EOT. And be sure to check out our blog and podcast at WKNC-EOT.tumblr.com. This podcast, uh, the podcast of this conversation, will be live on Friday. But you can catch another episode of Eye on the Triangle next Wednesday right here on WKNC at 4 p.m. For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Yertha Donisorg. And I'm Ian Grice. Have a great Wednesday.